You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Peanut butter. I remember there's a, there's an advert about there's a, there's a child or a little um, video on, on Instagram and there's a child who yells peanut butter after spelling out a completely different thing and we're looking at peanut butter now apparently that's been re, uh, recalled the National Consumer Commission has alerted the public uh, of certain brands of peanut butter being affected and having been recalled from the start of this month I'm joined on the line by the acting commissioner of the National Consumer Commission uh, Tezi Mabuza to take a look at this uh, good evening Tezi thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, obviously, a recall is something that is a last resort, but it is in the best interests of consumers and it's aimed at protecting consumers. Can you shed some light as to what's happening? Yes, we have received a, a recall notification from our pick and pay, wherein they have detected when they were doing routine inspection. Uh, after I think the badge in question had higher than seven levels of, and then, uh, then brought to us to say that they wanted to recall that. And in our discussions with them is that we want to know who manufactured that because it's their heart brand, which is a no-name um, brand. And then um, we bring in the manufacturer as well to understand what really happened. And picking from that, we realized that the supplier is also has supplied other um, uh, retailers like your Discam as well. But then they also are selling their own brands and to also other distributors. Mm. Tezi, now some of the uh, companies uh, like Discam, as you mentioned, have also uh, got their own brands uh, like the Discam Lifestyle brands that are included in this recall alongside Pick and Pay's no-name brand. And you touched on the fact that uh, when you did your investigations, there was uh, a common manufacturer. Is this the common manufacturer for all of the brands that are being recalled? Or are there some brands where uh, they haven't been recalled as yet and investigations are still ongoing as to whether or not they're affected? And within the recall... Why is the recall happening? Yes, we have um, for both um, Discam and um, for uh, Pick and Pay, um, I would say we have we have four brands that we are recalling. Mm. Discam, it's Pick and Pay, it's Wazabut uh, Superfoods, and then it's Eden All Natural. They are all manufactured by the same manufacturer, which is House of Nature Butters. Okay. So, Yes, are the ones that we are um, recording for now. But then because we realize we're engaging uh, informally, um, is that it seems like as well, especially the Wazugu um, superfood brands and the one of Eden Online or All Natural, they were distributed mainly in the Western Cape, and um, it's a number of smaller suppliers and kind of like your boutique suppliers for your healthy foods and all that. So it is very difficult to also understand as to what are the batch numbers that we are recalling because some of them were uh, manufactured as um, late as last year, but then we had picked up in some of them that it seems like they were manufactured in May 2023. So that is actually what really gave us cheaters. And because now we're not really sure of um, really what happened, when it happened, and how it happened, that's why now we are in a drive of getting all the manufacturers and the suppliers of peanut butter in South Africa because they are mandated in terms of your um, regulation um, R1145 um, governing the tolerance of uh, fungus produced toxins and foodstuff, that when we have 
extract where in uh, the fungus is um, naturally occurring, they're supposed to have periodic tests. So what we are trying to do now is to really get in contact with them to say that give us your peanut butter so that we really get the comfort that we can be saying to consumers that, yes, um, this supplier did the test for these batches they are safe. But for now, we are very, very jittery as a commission because we feel that consumers might be in for a surprise because we really don't know what happened in the market. Mm-hmm. Tezi, now looking at the specifics behind uh, the the reports, there's reports obviously that the um, reason for the recall is the aflatoxins in the contained in the peanut butter and obviously within certain recalls there's always uh, questions around what's a safe level of consumption or what's a safe level to have in these foods um, can you shed some light on that is there a safe level here or is this an absolute recall where we're saying um, until we know more it's best to rather not consume uh, from a consumer perspective yes there are safe levels that given in the regulations but um, for now because we realize that the suppliers were not confident we know that from where they had tested uh, with pick and pay they knew that they were over higher than the acceptable levels hence the recourse because if they are higher than the acceptable levels it means that they are not fit for human consumption but then again the tests were not conducted by the manufacturer we don't know exactly what were the, those levels um, but then, because some were recalled um, late last year, around December, November, we believe that they were really above those acceptable levels. But then again, because the regulation itself, the people that are supposed to be doing your sporadic tests and your periodic tests at the, uh, um, the plants themselves, where in this manufacturing is taking place, is that they, our own uh, environmental health practitioners that are under the ambit of the Department of Health, they are supposed to be doing this periodically, going there to the facilities and testing if those facilities are kept to those they are actually adhering to the minimum standards in terms of cleanliness, in terms of fungal growth and, and all that. But because now it's in the value chain, something went wrong. The manufacturer did not test. Maybe us as regulators uh, from the Department of Health, they did not do our regular tests. The retailers themselves, because when they get a badge, before they distribute, they are supposed to make sure that the badges that they are getting, they are within those acceptable levels. So it means that there has been a little bit of gaps in, in the value chain in all the three stages from manufacturing to your distributor to your retailer as well. Mm. Tezile, I want to focus on the retailers uh, for a second. Are there specific regulations? I mean, you touched on regulation uh, one. I think it was R one one four a little earlier. But are there specific regulations from uh, a retailer perspective where regulators are obligated, or retailers rather, are obligated to uh, take the necessary steps, like taking the peanut butter off the shelves once a report like this has been filed? Is there specific uh, regulation? That, that aims to protect consumers or aims to enforce some sort of recall um, in, a, in the stricter sense across all uh, retailers, not just one or two? All right. First of all is that Regulation 1145, that deals with, uh, that regu- that's regulating the tolerance of fungus-produced toxins in food. It's for everyone in the chain. That requires 
it takes and they get that they put in their stores on the shelves, it is compliant. When things like this happen or there is a myth, is that uh, from their side they are supposed to notify us. Now, the Consumer Protection Act uh, by itself says that now if a supplier or a manufacturer uh, believes that there is a possible risk to um, human life or the environment, they are supposed to conduct the recall. But if from us as the commission now, we have reasonable suspicion that like now, as we are saying, that we are jittery as the commission, we're not sure. We have the suspicion that the problem might be bigger. Then is then that now the act might now even say to us, give the notice to the manufacturer, to the, uh, the value chain, to make sure that they test or to make sure that they conduct their own investigation and give us the So the Consumer Protection Act gives us a mandate. It compels us to compel the manufacturer that, that investigation. But again, if we believe in, if um, let's say one of the manufacturers um, doesn't actually do the investigation, the retailer tests and they believe and then they can bring results to us to say that the bags that we have manufactured by so-and-so is actually non-compliant, it exceeds the acceptable levels, then we are compelled to actually order that to recall all those products at their own cost, and then consumers will get the redress, even if they would have consumed partially, the, if they would have partially consumed the product, whether they have receipts or not, they are compliant. They are compelled to take that stock back correct the anomalies. Well, we'll leave it at that. We hope that the investigations do clear up what is happening and that consumers can remain safe. Thank you so much for the work that you continue to do uh, at the National Consumer Commission. Um, that was Atezi Mabuza, who's the acting commissioner of the National Consumer Commission, uh, taking us through the latest developments around the big peanut butter recall of 2024. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.